0: Yes, sir. Episode 67, the Mezut Ozo Fernabache Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that's, our, that's our special guest, actually. Today we've got uh Mezzot ozo in the Zoom call.
1: Mezut. <laughs> Mezut. Bro, apparently <laughs> Keith. Yeah. Apparently, apparently he's retired. Yeah, I did see that. I did see that. And but I don't like... know if
0: it's bullshit or not. Can you comment on that, Mezut? <laughs>
1: guys, he, not is, there, he, is, he is, he is, Can
0: you imagine the problem? This guy's eyes on the screen, I'd be tripping, <laughs> and I'd be bugging if it said that in. <laughs> but I'd turn off that filter. No, but um, just looked up footballers episode 67 of the Just Upside podcast, and the only notable one, the other one was Harvey
1: Elliott, and we're
0: definitely not dedicating an episode to him. So,
1: uh, Pavel, we actually do have a special guest joining us, he wanted to come talk to you on the podcast. <laughs>
0: Oh, <laughs> you fucking rats!
1: <laughs> oh, what's Come on,
0: come on! Yo, I was actually sitting today having a cigarette. going we need to get Tag one the boys on the pod. <laughs> Bro, fire me up! How it how it feel we we're, we're, City City bottled
2: it, but we believe in United.
0: bro you know what i have a completely different outlook after city's drop points just then if they had won i'd be really really upset but whatever allow it
2: no it's kind of annoying because i'm like i went so crazy (laughs) (laughs) like yo sit back down
1: and
0: i'm like bro your stories yesterday killed me
1: Bro, I was in my fucking bag. <laughs> you, know long, you know how long it's just been? Like, forever to our back, man. No,
0: you know what I mean. When you only win, when you win four games in a season so far, you got to celebrate them <laughs> when you can. Like what?
1: Of course, like that's a champions. That's a Champions League win for me right there. Yo, they got new life. The Toffees got new life. For those listening, we got ta- this is tag on, li- on the line. We're gonna have him back very soon on the pod. We need all the boys very back, soon. all the derby boys back soon. But well, I this, know is he- a, this is
0: also some next level sabotage.
1: Shit. I'm not gonna <laughs> you forget, need, this. you need to come in and check Pavela real quick today. Yeah, I just, had to, I just had to let him know, you know. It's, oh hey, my
0: god, bro, you can't
1: beat us, bro. You can't beat us. Take that, take that forever. You can't beat us. Like,
0: yeah, not you- a not a goodison. Like, we're different.
2: We're a big club. We're the <laughs> yeah. club. I'll never
0: forget that. Yeah, never. yeah, yeah, bro. You guys got the least amount of goals scored in the prem. Quiet, man. Bro, what was the score yesterday though? Tell me. One. You guys are you're still in the relegation zone, <laughs> eh? You're still in the relegation zone.
1: No, no. no. What was the result though? One I'm not I'm talking about like the now.
0: Then now, no, but the now is you're in the relegation zone. All
1: right, yo, it was a pleasure pulling up to this. Yes, sir, we appreciate course, you, bro. Yes, we'll talk soon, brother. Yeah. Later,
0: later. <laughs> that is, I'm not forgetting that Keith. <laughs> That's hilarious, though.
1: He had to. He said he had to. His messaged me yesterday, like, "Yo, if you guys are recording, I need to jump on." I was like, "All right." I was, like, what
0: the, I was like, what are you talking about? Phone call, special guest. It's like, <laughs> did you actually get Masa <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I didn't know your poll was that deep. Oh, that's jokes. Tagwa, well, bro. I mean, relegation zone still. going to be battling it out with Leeds. Probably. Uh, well, Leeds got a game at hand, though, so I don't even know why he's... But nah, a... I
1: think Everton, I think with that coaching change, I think they'll be fine
0: so annoying bros. i hate sean dice i've hated him he's about burnley and i was so happy when they went down so happy <laughs> when he got sacked he's just an, he's just i don't know we'll talk about it when our actual next guest comes on as well but um
1: yeah just can you want to start that? okay so let's hold let's hold off for the arsenal everton talk yeah let's, let's hold let's off for the united yeah um, so we're, the... rolling. we're fucking well, rolling
0: well, we could talk about Friday night was the first game of the game week of Chelsea Fulham, where I finished nil nil at Stamford Bridge, and you would think after sco- after spending what six hundred or like four hundred million in the January, six hundred million in total since Todd Bowley's been there, that they might be able to insane get a result. Insane. What you? This is what I would ask you. As someone who's like obviously played and done more than me, and and just like thinking about it from some sort of level, yeah. when a when a player signs, why is the manager throwing them straight in? Jao Felix came, and he the next day or like two days later, he had one training session was in the eleven. When Enzo Fernandez just comes, already in the eleven, I swear, like, I you don't really see that. But I want to. I want to know your feeling on it.
1: I think it's just because of the the position they're in right now. I think if that's a team that's like look at uh, if it's like an Arsenal, or you see it with Trussard right now, it's like he's not going to be starting right away. You yeah, you're not going to throw right in there. Yeah, I think if it's a team who's, strug- who's struggling and it's, they're kind of trying to look for a spark, yeah, you need to just throw them in right away, right? But I yeah, if you're in a top team, if you're guy going to the Arsenal squad, a City squad. Uh, even United right now, I think it would take some time for you to. But even you did see Whitehorse, but we did need him to go right in as a striker. But I think it depends on the situation of the team at the time. I
0: think. I just thought it was like a little bit of pressure from Bowley
1: to be like get him in straight away. Straight away, yeah. But fuck that midfield needs it anyways. He did look decent.
0: Is it, but... when you say when you say decent? Do you think he's gonna?
1: Pan out. I think I think he's a ball. Yeah, I think he'll be
0: fine. I like it. I like his pr- him from watching about the World Cup. His price tag will be justified.
1: That's the release clause. I mean, that's not what he's actually worth.
0: Oh, that was speak, the speaking of our guests coming in. Look at him. He's <laughs> right on time. Well, not really right on time, but he's in here. He's connecting.
1: There he is. But like, yeah, but the, the release clause, yeah, you know, it's, yeah, it's not worth 120 word. mil. But uh, I, I like him. Watching him at the World Cup, I like him. I like him. I think it'll be okay for
0: Chelsea. Yeah, fair. And just entered the Zoom call.
1: Yes, sir. There he
2: is,
0: Sean Dice. Big weekend. Sean Dice's doppelganger, Joe <laughs> Bellman.
2: <laughs> How we doing, lads? Nice to be back on. Sorry, I'm a little bit late. No, no it's worries, all good, bro. You actually you just weekend,
0: bro. You just missed it. Tagwa. fucking Keith sabotage got Tagwa on the call and. He was all really? going nuts. Yeah, he's going nuts <laughs> yeah. For, he was going nuts for the toffees. Would have actually been good if you were here.
2: I can't actually believe I've missed him. I've been dreaming about just, him for a while. Just
1: missed him. Yeah.
2: So hopefully, I can um, I can do him proud by leaving what I think has been a great weekend. Get my message across. What was <laughs> from Everton that was? Wow. Yeah. Mike, I think Mike's feeling a little bit better. Yeah. Based on what's just happened. Yeah, no, I just said that. Yeah.
0: Yeah, 100%. I would have been in much worse mood if, well, City had won. I would have been like, fuck, okay. Well, they're two points now, game in hand. Meh, have you yes.
2: covered the game yet?
0: No, no. We oh, no, we're just... waiting for
1: you. So
2: let's get into it now then. Well, I did say to a lot of people that I fancied us to to beat Arsenal yesterday.
0: <laughs> Pardon me?
2: Well, not you. <laughs> I'm not going to say it to you. I thought so too, to be honest.
0: Bro, this guy wrote no chance egg. Four two or whatever five two, saying they were going to bat- they're going to get battered.
2: Yeah, but you got to say that, haven't you? And when it happens, it's just, you just go, "Yeah, told you." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I did actually say to a few me, few of my mates, my brother, that Goderson is going to be a better pit, and that's exactly yeah. what it was.
1: Yeah, I thought it was a toss for me. I thought it was a toss-up because I was doing my weekend parlay. I didn't touch that game because I thought Everton would. But do, do a little little something there, bro. But I heard, because I saw a bit of the first half, but I heard it was a
2: poor Arsenal performance. It was. Where I was think it was there. a bit of both. Arsenal uh, yeah. weren't at the races at all. You've got players in there in that midfield, like Partey, who never really put a pass wrong. And he was he was sloppy in possession. Is it, oh, it a little bit today. that's the worst game I've seen Saliba play for me. Usually calm and composed. It looked a little bit rattled by Calvert-Lewin. But... To be honest, I, I really... There's something about Arteta I don't really like. Even though he's an Everton legend, I was just really happy that we beat Arsenal yesterday. Not for bragging rights in the group chat. And uh, Mike, Michael, Mike tell you, I was I was pretty, uh, you know... I didn't give you a lot of shit, did I? You were reserved. I was very reserved, yeah. I went out for a pint with me mate to kind of celebrate the win because it's it's a season-defining moment. That Looking at the other results today and yesterday, if we didn't get that win... We were in some, we we're in serious trouble, yeah, down there, and effectively it just means that you know the derby next week is a free hit. We don't have to go and get anything from Anfield because if you'd have said to me before the Arsenal Liverpool game, I'll give you three points, then I, w- I would have snapped your hand off. So, yeah. but like the, what I thought was great about it was the whole team won every single battle across the pitch. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's what it was. You guys just. It just seemed more up for it, as stupid as that sounds when it comes to professional football. It just
2: Yeah, I completely agree. John was saying to me about this new manager bounce thing, and it is a thing. I read a stat uh, saying that every new Everton manager in the last 14 has won on their first game.
1: Their first game? The,
2: the new manager bounce is a thing.
1: But yeah, then it's real. If,
2: if, if I'm Arsenal and I'm, I'm Arteta, I'm saying... You can go out and beat these. These are bottom of the league. Seconds are bottom of the yeah. league. Whatever, You should be going out and winning. But for some reason, it seems to be a, a bogey ground for Arsenal. I don't know why. They just can't win at Goodison.
0: It's like it's like City can't win at Spurs.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah exactly, Mike. Yeah. But I just want to say, I'm going do honour. I've heard some people say to me that he's shit. I've had some people say to me that he's not all what I say. And yesterday has proved that he's not going to be an Everton player for very long. And you've got a certain Mr. Anthony Gordon with the slightest bit of, you know, adversity straight down the fucking motorway to Newcastle. And you've got this lad who's coming from Lille and he's given us all for the badge. And it's just so refreshing to see these players, you know, they're up for the fight. And the only thing I was going to say was it just shows the difference. Now we've got an actual manager that can set up a team and knows what he wants. In comparison to Lampard, Lampard's Everton, who have been completely toothless for months and months and months. He's like we haven't won a game since October. That's crazy. I know, mate. Is That's it, crazy. That is unforgivable. I know Lampard put that Instagram post on saying how much he's enjoyed his time. I'm thinking, fuck off. Three wins in twenty. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, I don't. I don't want to come on here and be negative because. Number one, you know, we beat Arsenal, a team that I always want to beat after Liverpool. And yeah. we've showed to, not only to the Everton fans, but the rest of the Premier League that, you know, if we play like that for the rest of the season, we're not going to be down there.
0: No. No, yeah. You guys, well, we've been saying it for time and I've been saying it for time. You have the quality.
2: but Yeah, just wasn't I think there.
1: this manager change, you guys will, will be fine. We'll be fine. I think you're safe for sure. It's fine. You know what I want to.
0: You know what I wanted to mention, Belmar. Was, <clears throat> I, it was brought up yesterday, and it's a hundred percent like true. Frank Lampard, while he was at Chelsea, didn't play Rudiger at all. Right. And as soon as he gets sacked, Tuchel comes in, plays Rudiger straight away. World class.
2: Well, yesterday, so we- yesterday,
0: yesterday Cure has been shunned by Lampard and has not played, and Deich puts in. Decore and him, Onana, and Idrissa bossed it.
2: Yeah, they they didn't give Arsenal's ball players a yard. And I think that yeah. that's such a simple tactic and instruction, but it's it's super effective against players who don't really want to get physical. You look at Odegaard, he doesn't want that battle. Nah. So obviously Dice's messages get close to him, stamp on him, kick him, pull him, you know, and, and it worked because he wasn't in the game. Nah. Odegaard, that's the worst I've ever seen him play for Arsenal.
0: Yeah, he's such an
2: effective player, but we just nullified it. Adrisa um, Gay again, rolling back the years, looks like the Adrisa Gay that we know. Onana, he's the real star boy in my opinion, not Anthony Gordon, you know. And Calvin Lewin as well, putting himself about.
0: Yeah, you know, he's a, a, a beast. So
2: yeah. long. He
0: was injured, we, bro. He's, he's missed a, so many games.
2: James Tarkowski as well at the back. What a, what a what a rock he is. Yeah, you know, he's, him I and think Cody's and a little Tokyo. bit wasteful with his passing. Um, He he plays the long ball a little bit much, but
0: loves a diagonal.
2: He loves a diagonal, yeah. And I suppose that's that's the the style of football that Sean Dice wants to play. But I do want to clear something up, and I've got like a question to ask you both. Okay. When Everton got Dice, I was a little bit underwhelmed. I wasn't pissed off. I wasn't angry, but I thought it's Sean Dice. You know, we all have our we all have our kind of views in football that. He doesn't play exotic football. He doesn't particularly look handsome. He doesn't look like a Mourinho or he doesn't look like, a, you know, Luis Enrique. <laughs>
0: doesn't look you know, like a manager you want to share, eh, Balmar? Exactly. <laughs> maybe, yeah.
2: It doesn't look very, like, appealing to have in a dugout because of, because yeah. of you know, the style of football and you, know, and, you know, the way he talks with his voice and all that. But after seeing that performance, I thought maybe Sean Dyche is exactly what Everton need right now. Yeah, even in the short term, like you know, not 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 for long term. He's never had a big job. Now you might say that Everton's not a big job, but it is. <laughs> but he's yeah. never. He's always been at Burnley, and everyone says, "Oh, you would have took Burnley down. You would have took Burnley down. He was sacked from Burnley." You know, we, we don't know that, but what he achieved at Burnley in that short space of time is is quite outstanding. When you look, when you when you consider everything,
0: yeah, um, and he and he never had any money. Never had no, any yeah, to the market.
2: And I thought, no, no club. When he was doing well at Burnley, I thought, why, why didn't Tottenham or a club like maybe Leicester, when they were going strong, take a gamble on Sean Dyche? You will never know. You will never know how good he could be. With you know, without uh, with with all with with the money to spend, As yeah. uh, as in the bank, yeah. if, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. If Everton stay up, which I think they will now. We've got money from Anthony Gordon and Richardson, £100 million pound there. If we invest that in the summer going into a new stadium, you know, Sean Dice could, could really prove to people how, how good he could be. Yeah. Yeah,
0: that's fair. So what's your question? I think so.
2: <clears throat> Do you think that Sean Dice will be a success ever Everton? Do you think he can take the club forward where where the Everton fans wanted to be? I think
1: he takes you guys back to where you should be in this league, where you yeah. could be a team fighting for... A top six, seven spots Europe, potentially. I think he can. I no, think he can.
2: What do you reckon, Mike?
0: I think he's gonna be like, maybe he's gonna. I kind of want to say like a Brendan Rodgers with Leicester when they was going really well for Leicester.
2: Mm, you can yes, get him to sure. like
0: that level and cusping on Europe. I think that's yeah. like, because if you if you like you said reinvest that hundred million, you're a brand new stadium, you got everything going and you keep whatever players or whatever hold on to whoever you have to I don't see why you can't get in to at least top half of the table and then yeah. go from there I think that's, that's where what, we I need think to be. that the goal should be that because bro but the thing is you look at West Ham last year getting into the Europe Europe they're doing well mm-hmm. but they're doing absolutely terrible in the league then you look at like a Fulham and Marco Silva's doing amazing yeah. there. and that's possibly and that's possibly another team that you got to worry about in the top half
2: yeah and I was thinking as well about Marco Silva, and there we're going off a little bit here. But who, at this point, who do you think is going to get manager of the season? Because you got to look—you can't look past Arteta. Depending on how the how the rest of the season goes, you can't certainly can't look past Eddie Howe, but you can't look past Marco Silva either.
0: Yeah, I think. Well, if, if Arsenal win the title, it's going to go to Arteta. It
1: has to. They won't win it though. <laughs> are,
2: you, are you pointing to Rashford for
0: manager? I'm pointing to Ten Hag, Ten Hag.
1: Ton hag. I was Hagen-Dazs. wondering what you were doing, Keith. Come on, man. But I want <laughs> to, I to ask Mike before, before we move Nevis? on. Before we move on. Before we move on, I want to ask Mike about how he's feeling with Arsenal right now. Because what is that? Two. That's two losses on the bounce. No, first time in a while for them. No, with City. Yeah. Was it City midweek? FA Cup. And yeah. then the uh, poor result. The poor showing. I haven't seen them play that poorly probably all season. Against Everton, how oh, how you're feeling going into? Who do they got? Brentford next week.
0: Yeah, Brentford at home on Saturday.
1: Because that game yesterday is why I don't think Arsenal will win the league. Because I feel like this second half of the season, you're going to have a lot of those type of games. And why yeah, I don't I, think they can pull... They're not ready to pull those results out yet, I don't think. Maybe those prove me wrong, but I don't think... That's why I don't think they'll win the league. But if... Well, if City keeps fucking... Obviously, City's been off it this year. They're not the same. But I don't know. If Arsenal can't pull these sort of results out, and you have to go away to certain teams like uh, Everton, the lower half of the table teams... The second half of the season, I
2: don't see them winning the league. Rio Ferdinand was saying before he was saying, you know, before the game, this is the type of game that Arsenal need to win. You know, if yeah. if they got a result yesterday, I've had a lot of people say the league's Arsenal's because they've showed that mentality of going to a quite an intimidating ground where they've previously not been good. But again, you know, you look at it plain and simply, they battled it, didn't they? So, yeah. It, but but the title race for me is is it's still it's still open. And we, yeah. I go back to what we said on previous podcasts. The When Arsenal play City in the league, depending on the outcome, I think that's the way it's going to go. Yeah, those two yeah, games fair. there.
0: Because I think immediately bounce back game, we got to beat Brentford at home. Forget that. And then we play Saturday, Brentford. The Wednesday is Man City at home. And we have to beat City at home. Or get at least a result. Have to. Have, to, have yeah. to. Yeah. If we win that game, then I think my confidence will go a little bit higher than what it currently is, because that's obviously a six pointer. So if you catch that game, and that's our technically our game in hand, um, and that's big, bro. That sets us up for a while. Cause then once we start rolling into the later ends of February and March, that's when that Europa League mid midweek games are gonna pick up. And if we just get all of these W's out of the way before that goes on. Then I think it's the next two games, though. The Brentford, Brentford game's a big Bre- one. I think Brentford's big, man, because you, gotta, yeah, you gotta bounce back. Yeah, you don't exactly. get a result
1: there, and then you have to go into City again. Then you're in that little uh, yeah. That little,
2: that's uh, the like rough patch. Yeah. So yeah,
0: Brentford, I think
2: Brentford a good side.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: they are Brentford, but home.
2: Arsenal's been different. You got to go man, Mike.
0: No, nah, I fly out in the morning, so hopefully when I touch down, I can find a a pub showing it. Or find some shitty stream.
2: This is the first Mazy Side Derby I'm gonna miss ever, ever, ever. Yeah. Wow. And uh, unless I get up at like half five in the morning.
0: (laughs) Oh yeah, you got that in you.
2: Nah, no way, mate. You know me, Mike.
0: Yeah, I know you. This is what I'm going to say, Keith. This guy woke up and fucking, what is it, like 2 a.m. in the morning to watch Everton versus like Minnesota in preseason?
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I did. You know what, though? Like when, when they, they lost, no? <laughs> you want to see how they're playing? You want to see how they're doing, though? Yeah, you want to see them in the new kit. You want to see the new signings. And you think well, yeah, we'll wake I, I up at half five? Yeah, I'll, I'll give it a go. I'll give it a go.
0: But yeah, obviously, um, I think. As we conclude on this little chat, Everton are on the up. Arsenal gotta see if they can bounce back. And that next one next week on Saturday is is the big one. Um awesome, yeah. let's talk Have about you your
2: Liverpool boys.
0: No, we haven't talked about Liverpool. Do you want to talk about Liverpool before we talk about Menu?
2: Yeah, is that, that's all right, Keith? Yeah, yeah. It's been yeah, a big on. topic of conversation between a few mates of mine now. I am at home. Um obviously a lot of a lot of my mates are Liverpool fans and I haven't um I haven't been shy in, in, in asking him about what's going on because you know it gives me great pleasure seeing <laughs> seeing the meltdown at the minute. And my mate was saying to me yesterday, uh, I was like, what's the problem with Liverpool? What is going on? Because yeah. you can't shy away from the fact that not so long ago they went to Brighton. Now, Brighton are a good side, they're playing well, they're doing well under the new manager, but Liverpool should be at least getting a getting a draw or winning. And at that ground Brighton turn them over 3-0 a scoreline that we're not used to seeing A couple of weeks later they go back can they address the issues no they can't lose the same game again Play Wolves at home in the league a little bit before that sorry it might have been in the FA Cup Wolves were absolutely robbed by VAR then Play yeah, that, Wolves that's again like that. yeah yeah in the FA Cup Play Wolves again 3-0 yeah. Aps, got absolutely battered by Wolves what is, the, what is the issue going on with Liverpool? It's it's It should be talked about just as much as what's going on with Chelsea at the moment. Because from where they were and how how great they were, you know, and how good they've been for so long, what is going on with them 10th is just simply it, not good enough.
1: And, if, and it feels like, it, yeah, like you said there, it doesn't get talked about enough. Like if this was United and Arsenal or something like that, it would be so much bigger, I feel like, in the media, over there at least too. You don't see it. Because they've been poor. Have they they've won, what, one game since the World Cup?
0: Yeah, they've both. No one, everybody hates on, well, I think everybody hates on Arsenal's top and then menu after. And then everything underneath, like the agenda against the other teams isn't as high. Everybody should be shitting on Liverpool and Liverpool, everybody should be yeah. shitting on Chelsea. Yeah. The only yeah. reason I would say maybe Liverpool isn't as much is just because the amount of injuries that they have.
2: Liverpool are sitting on 29 points which and in tenth position. Everton are on 18 points. So Liverpool are only eleven points above Everton and Arsenal are on fifty.
0: They're so, closer they're closer to relegation than they are to the title.
2: Yeah, and I mean if Everton gets something, I'm I'm, I'm not I'm I'm just putting this out there. If Everton gets something at Anfield, which I'm starting it, to get a little could, bit of confidence could. we could, based on what we did against Arsenal and what Liverpool were like against Wolves. We put them two factors together and think about it. We could get a result there, I think. Yeah. And like, why? Why is there not a meltdown in the media for Klopp? Why is nobody saying Jurgen Klopp should be under pressure? Because if I'm a Liverpool fan, look, I'm going. We are way off it. That midfield, that oh that's lost. I'm not only really that playing, signing Cody Gakpro and playing him as a nine. Cody Gakpro is not a nine. No. We all know that. Yeah. You got Darwin Nunes on the bench he's playing Gapro. I just don't get it. I
0: not think there. it's it's that seven-year syndrome that we talked about before on the pod about Klopp and just the cycle I might might just be over, man.
2: Well, you have you have to ask the question.
0: But you think like Van Dyke's on Van Dyke's injured, Diaz is injured, Canate's injured, Jota's injured, they've signed yeah. Arthur, he's not playing. So I mean you got Nabi Keita starting in the midfield and I think we can all agree that their midfield has been shocking this year. And Darwin Nunez, for the amount of chances that he's getting and for the amount of, like, hits and strikes and shots on target, he just cannot put the ball in the back of the net.
1: But, yo, the thing about him, I think, I don't know what you think too, Joel, mike but I think he'll come good there. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I think those start eventually coming goals.
1: Those will go in. Those will start going in in a few years. Those will be, he's going to be banging goals, I think. I think so.
0: It's not like he's not having the chances. He's having yeah. loads of chances.
1: Oh, well, Mike! I think he's that still makes young. It he's... You think because... so? Because you he know who used use to be, be like Mike. that. <clears throat> Sorry, keep going. You know, you know, he used to be like that, and then Pep turned him into a demon. It Was Sterling? He used to be horrendous in front of goal. You're right. He did. He couldn't finish. Could Even he? when he, had, yeah, he had yeah. opportunity after opportunity. And at least when you're creating, you know, once that sharpens and it changes that mentality in your head, it, that can all come good. I think. We'll see if it's under Klopp. He's gonna be sticking around, but well, though, look, the injuries though, the injuries have been too much for them. I think to overcome.
2: You look at Neil a...
0: What a uh, fucking he, cunt that guy is. Neil oh, I think. Oh, what a cunt. mate! I hope you're not even saying anything positive about this guy.
2: No, I I actually think he's one of the worst strikers I've ever seen play. For
0: <laughs> okay, he good. Is,
2: <laughs> he he just offers nothing. But what what someone said to me yesterday, we were we were thinking about Nunes, and I was like, well. Mopay doesn't get chances because he he offers nothing to everything. We can't, he doesn't hold the ball. He he gets outmuscled by defenders. His movement's not necessarily too good. So he doesn't ever get chances to put the ball in the net. However, and I'm not listening I'm not making a comparison, but what I'm saying is the Darwin Nunes thing is 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 so bad because he's getting the ball put on a plate time and time and time again. Yeah. And you yeah. know, if you're watching him, he's dragging shots wide. There was, one, there was one against Wolves where he's got Trents play their amazing ball over the top, and he sort of he, he's cracked it and the keeper saved it. But like in other games, when I have watched him, he's 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 drag he's dragging shots wide, like it's almost like he's not a natural finisher. And yeah. you know, for, for like for seventy five million pound, thinking he, he, he you know it, it's a bit of a shit buy to be honest. I think, in my opinion.
0: Right now, jersey, it seems not. like it.
2: But, but both, I feel like about... th- nowadays... Go no, on. go
0: ahead. Go, no, go, go.
1: No, I just think like nowadays, we the recency, but I hate... I feel like in social media too, we jump too quickly on these players, man, and don't give them time, especially when they're younger. Like you he just came here. He just came here to the best league in the world. And I feel like for strikers too, you see that it's... Com- for me, it's confidence. Confidence. Look at, we can, we'll talk about United. So look at Rashford, what he was doing last season. And as soon as you get that confidence back, players turn into a different fuck. We've never seen them play like this before in our life. So Darwin this that's what I think, given some time, this season's been horrible for Liverpool. I think next year, once everybody's healthy, they might have some money to bring in Jude Bellingham, more uh, midfielder help.
2: I think he'll be fine. I don't think Bellingham's going near Liverpool. No, he won't, though. He won't.
0: If they don't make Europe, I can't see him going.
2: For me, he's got to go Madrid or City. For but I've been reading that his family wants him in Premier League. He wants Premier League. Mm, yeah, I just don't think. It, I, I think. I think. I, he, if I would, he he would him I'd go Madrid.
1: Madrid. I'd go Madrid.
0: I'd go Madrid. Be yeah,
1: but I think go. I think I'd bet it for him. I think go England for five six years and then you go to Madrid. But I don't time know. will tell.
0: Yeah, time we'll will see. tell. I mean, yeah. Back on that, like, I think all of Liverpool's just been ass. Like look at Salah. Yeah. Salah's numbers this year are nowhere Salah. near. bro.
1: Fucking Oxley Chamberlain's getting into the pitch, bro. It's exactly. So
0: I think it's just <laughs> I think we gotta keep shitting on them every chance we we can. Yeah. Rightfully Definitely. so. But it's also like they're just they're having a throwaway year. And if the, then you gotta yeah, see if it. they, so they need a bounce back season.
2: The thing is, <laughs> yeah. like teams like Liverpool, how you know, they can't really afford a, a break season. They can't really afford to finish tenth or ninth because yeah. It, it keeps them out of touch with like what's going on at the top. Yeah. yeah. Chelsea Chelsea going to strengthen? Arsenal, they've got a young team well. in the Premier League. They're going to be there. United are looking fantastic. Um, and obviously City. So there's four teams who I think next season could potentially be ahead of Liverpool if yeah. it continues to be like this.
0: That's true. Yeah. You were just saying that United look amazing.
2: I think they really do.
0: Heath, talk about your team, man.
1: Well, it's... Uh, Well, definitely agree with Joel. I'll tell you that much. Because right now.
0: Joel, he thinks they're winning the league.
1: I'm joking, bro. (laughs) I'm joking. That's banter. I don't think we're winning the league. I'm just so excited. I'm just excited. I'm watching this in year one of Ten Hag. Like, this guy, what he's done to change this club around has been amazing. The football we're playing right now at the moment is just like, we don't have a striker yet. But wow. We got that course, yeah, but that's not a striker we're going to have for the future, right? I'm thinking I'm thinking about who we can get this summer and just be like, to add to this is going to be amazing. But no, we're f- absolutely flying at the moment. We should, we should, we should, I'll say. I don't know, it'll be a good final, but we should get a trophy, which would be great. If we can get a trophy and finish
2: top four, I'm ecstatic this season. That would be a that'd great start for Ten Hag, that. Yeah, that would be perfect start. I'm rooting for you so. as well, I think. That'll be a tough game against Newcastle because yeah, well be. they, they haven't been there. They haven't been around that and it's going to be a big occasion for them. But I yeah. think, I really hope that United do win that. Um, And it's like what I was saying about Dice before and Everton. I think they're a perfect fit at the moment. Now, I, I also think that Ten Hag and Man United is exactly what, that's exactly yeah. what they needed. That's he has is. sorted everything out. Everything. There were so many issues, you know. You can even go back to Pogba and like, you know, all the thing all the all the negativity around him you know the dividing the fans you know and the Ronaldo thing and you know, we, we've talked about that a lot but he's just got rid of him you know he's, he's not, he, yeah he's, he's handled everything good. perfectly I think and the Sancho perfectly. thing he, yeah you know, that's that's a bit crazy isn't it what's you know what's been going on and the way that he's ha- handled that in the media and kind of been like no he's not ready he's not fit so yeah. he's not gonna be near the team and yeah. it's old fashioned expectations that yeah. United need it. It's almost
1: like they've hit the reset button. Yeah. It's amazing. And all these little things he's doing. And he was also looking at how even bringing Martinez back because he wasn't playing at the World Cup, wasn't fit, starts playing Luke Shaw at centre-back. Right? So yeah. these guys that are not guaranteed to just come back in and you're right in right away. Like we were talking about before, Pavala. Yeah. All right? Basaka so well.
2: Wan-Bissaka, I've noticed, has been playing. Him That's too, because he didn't want
1: him at all, but he started performing. Yeah. They are going to sell Dalo,
2: him. was Dallow injured?
1: Yeah, yeah, he came back from the World Cup with something, I think.
2: But the, that that He's, goal that Rashford scored yesterday, the passing and the movement, the passing before, yeah, was just was 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 one of the best goals I've seen all season. To be honest, the it was back to front, back to front, one twos, yeah, playing it wide, working it, and it, it was like total football, wasn't it? You're seeing that kind of yeah, that print on on that United team, yeah. that, and it's great to see. It. I I'm, I'm glad United are doing well again. Um because it was just so boring every year. There was there was loads of like people arguing about them, like you know, Gary Neville's on Sky Sports moaning about yeah. them. It's a bit boring. But it's nice yeah. to see that, you know, you know, it's such a such a big club, such a big club, aren't they? And I'm a, I'm happy for you, mate.
1: Yeah, we needed it. It's been a long time. We'll see how the rest of the season pans out, but I think if we stay healthy and then continue, we could
2: I thought they were unlucky against we um Arsenal a couple of weeks ago. I know Arsenal played well and probably deserved the win, but I do think that goal at the, at the end was offside. I thought Jinjenko was an offside position. I thought,
0: <laughs> bro, there's like, Vara, there's there's lines drawn on the pitch. Like obviously yeah, it wasn't offside. Even
2: even, <laughs> even when I seen the lines, I still thought that's offside. I did. It did look. You know what? It did look offside. But then
1: like that's football. Because last week we shouldn't have, We didn't deserve the goal against City. So it's just like it all even. Yeah, it's up. football.
2: Yeah, yeah. It all evens up. As- they give a good account. So, I didn't, so I didn't argue
1: that too much. I wasn't going to argue that one too much when I saw it. I was like, hey, fuck, last week we didn't even deserve one. So it is well, what it is. But that was, a, that was a great game. Yeah. That, that was, that was probably the best in. of the top teams. That was probably the best game we've seen so far this season. Yeah. And like two, With the top teams playing against each other.
0: Yeah. Back and forth, goals, entertainment. Yeah. yeah it was values. like an NBA
2: game.
0: It was great. Yeah. Yeah. Just like, obviously, we've all probably just watched City Spurs. And I don't know, like... If, a bit of the time i just find myself looking at my phone and like not really fully watching the game cuz so i'm just like there's
1: nothing it's a whole Spurs just, just don't sports, sports, yeah. yeah spurs just kill they don't play good football at all so their games are never
0: yeah nothing
1: Nothing. who was it who got
2: tackled on the edge of the box for the for that goal was it rodri
0: for the goal for uh, so
2: i think had, so had possession. I think so no
0: yeah yeah it was rodri gave the pass and he tried to hit that lewis and Hoiberg intercepted and played him, played him in. Yeah,
2: I thought he had a great game, Hoiberg, today.
0: He was all over the place, man. Yeah, he was. was, he was I, really, I thought he, he was great was as tackling. well.
2: Yeah, he was great. He's a great player, I like him.
0: So, we've been able to talk about Everton, we've been able to talk about Arsenal, we've talked about Liverpool, we've talked about United, we briefly talked about um, Chelsea and all of the money that they've spent. And, um, I don't know, is there anything else that we want to touch about um, in the Prem?
1: Let no. we just talk. What do you, who do you think had the best uh, transfer window before we move on?
2: Oh, it's a good one in the Premier, in Premier League. I think Arsenal. Remind me who Arsenal signed yeah, again, of course.
0: They got Trossard, Trossard, yeah. Jorginho, yeah. and the young center back, Kewark or Kewark or something like that. The Polish from one from Italy, yeah. The Polish one from Italy,
2: yeah. I think Trossard's a great buy. I was, um, he will definitely have some impact. John was saying that he thinks he's a a better player at the moment than Martinelli, and he should be can maybe starting for Arsenal. I think so.
0: I saw that as well today that he should probably be given the chance no, against Brentford. I think he start.
1: Yeah, I think he starts with against Brentford.
2: He was fairly like- there, wasn't he, against Everton?
0: Yeah, but everyone, like you said before, was kind of off and just couldn't create, couldn't do anything. So yeah, but I'm not going to put any because when he came on against United, he, he did it incredibly well.
1: Yeah, That's he's definitely a sh- he's definitely a show for uh. Generate chance, like who have the most impact. I think if what's his name? Who we picked from Bayern Sorbitza, if he can find his lipstick form, yeah, I think that can low key be a very, very, very good cover for, for Ericsson, who are gonna miss for I think three months, three and a half months. And he could be huge.
2: Just on the transfer huge. window. Um, I was thinking about this yesterday. Why have City got rid of Cancelo?
0: It wasn't playing. I guess he was just like. It's got to be. Yeah.
1: And you see, and you hear Pep always saying, if players aren't happy, he just lets them go. But he's too but good it, to just.
2: I think so like too.
1: That. I know.
2: we seen last season, you know, he, he's added a dimension to the fullback role that we've never seen in the game. You know, and you, you see Zinchenko doing a kind of similar thing now. Some of the goals he scored last season, if we think back, he was unplayable.
0: Yeah. Like, I never seen anything. as well.
2: I've never seen anything like it from a defender. And I thought it's the equivalent of, I think, Klopp saying to Trent, go on loan to Bayern. It's, it's, he's that good yeah. of a player. I know yeah. he has a good player and he's been a little bit out of favour with Pep. And, we, you know, we don't know what goes on be- behind the closed doors. But to just get rid of a player like that. And my mate said to me, oh, it's only a loan, but Bayern will buy him. They've got an option to buy. They're go- They're going to buy him.
1: Yeah, 70 mil though. But they said 70 mil. It, this might be too
0: already.
2: much. I probably I, will. I saw
0: the Bayern director was like, yeah, we've told them that the price tag is a little bit too high, but we'll see what happens at the end of the year.
1: I mean, yeah, if he goes and just knock, is balling all the rest of the year, I'm sure they will. Yeah, But that is a lot for a fullback.
2: Who have they got though in that position? Because I, I read that Pep Guardiola signed that Gomez from Anderlecht. And I read that He's decided already that he is not up to the standard that he wants. That's what I read. Uh, now, I've, wow. I've watched Gomez play a few games and he's been okay. I, I thought he looked pretty neat and tidy. I thought he's, de- yeah, I thought he's decent. Yeah, he looks alright, doesn't he? But apparently, uh, Pep doesn't really is it, he doesn't really think he's up to the standard of, of what he wants. Now, I, I when I see that Cantera thing, I couldn't believe it. I just I thought oh, I'd, I'd ask you the question because it's it's left me it's left me confused of of, of to why what, same what's going on there. When I saw you the tweet, I was like,
0: when I, was, when I saw the tweet, I was like, no way.
1: Like,
2: this it's I got a deadline, wasn't it? Yeah. It's got to be
1: something between him and Pep must have happened. And I was also listening to uh, what's his name's podcast um, that, that troops had a city fan on it. The city fan had been saying there's been some shit going on behind the scenes with him and Pep, and Salo and Pep. So that's what I think happened. And then he said, you know what? I'm off. Send me, let's go. I just want to be here. It had to be
2: has to, to be. be, doesn't
1: it? Yeah. It has yeah. to be, like, a three Yeah. has to be. Yeah, you're not letting that talent go like that for nothing.
0: That's why it seems strange, because he, he let... Obviously, he, he let Gabi Jesus and Zinchenko go and in the summer, and then, like, letting like someone like... Sterling, go, too. Sterling go. Yeah, that's actually a good point. I feel
1: like they they've gave up a lot, man, and they haven't brought a lot back in. Yeah. For the cover.
0: That's right. And, like, okay, say this time last year if Cancelo leaves, you go, oh, okay, at least we got Cancelo at left back yeah. to fill in. Or yeah, Zinchenko to go Zinchenko. in and play. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And then you'd be like, oh, okay, whatever, six months, loan, something happened. But now you're just going to rely on that young kid to play in that position like the, the rest of the season?
2: The rest of you the can't season. tell me that Nathan Ake is a ready-made replacement for Cancelo. You can't. He's a no, centre off who's not yeah. got no pace, who's not creative. And if, if because i seen in the media that uh, Pep was saying that one of the center backs is going to play as a as a as a left back, or one of the midfielders. I'm thinking who who can it be? You know yeah. who's going to be better than Cancelo?
0: No one. It's crazy. No
2: and what is it? And John Stones is out too now for
1: I think a month. So and who and they played what? Kyle Walker at center back today. did. They? Mm-hmm. Who was who was right back today?
0: No, Walker was right Rick, back.
1: Rick,
2: well, Rico Lewis. Well, he plays like in the midfield kind of. But, yeah. No, Rico I'm Lewis doing what Cancelo was doing yeah, season. but obviously he's just not not ready for the, like to have that that kind of impact that cancelo had. I don't know maybe maybe I'll i am wrong maybe he's seen something that you know who we are catching on him but I just can't see it myself
0: yeah and we were talking about this before we started recording Joe cancelo has been what two games to assist off to a yeah. great start with Bayern
2: I has he played already yeah but yeah, the last two games yeah
1: Two assists already.
2: Oh my god! This just proved my point even further.
1: <laughs> it's crazy. Him and him and Alfonso those wing back is going to be ridiculous. That is, man.
2: That is such a good combination. Yeah, like, like Alfonso Davis and him has got potential to be lethal. Lethal. And you're, now, I
1: and once they get Mane back, watch out in Champions League. They're now. But who they do you play.
2: But they haven't got Lewandowski and it like. It, we're probably gonna, probably lead nicely onto what we, what we'll we'll talk about next about like European leagues, but Bayern aren't doing too well this season, are they? No, they've they've been a little shaky. They, and PS,
0: they PSG and Champions. Oh,
2: yeah,
1: League. yeah. Are they? getting bounced? But well, Mbappe's out for the first leg. Yeah. I is think... that on Tuesday? Yeah, Tuesday next week, right? Yeah, or this week? No, week. two weeks next week. Yeah, yeah.
0: next week, fourteenth valentine's yes, day yes
1: yeah that's it
2: valentine's well, so i'm not gonna see none of this
0: yeah you're gonna be in tokyo, <laughs> tokyo oh, the, uh... true. yeah you're gonna be Nothing missing not. some what time will the g- matches kick off there
2: well i think it's a nine yeah. hour, nine hours difference so
0: oh geez <laughs> no chance
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> Jeez. so we've talked a little bit about, about the transfers um you know, but you didn't say. You guys didn't answer. Who do you think has the best transfer window?
1: In the Premier League, yeah, I'd say, I think, um, I don't know, man. A lot I of people mean, are going to say, say
2: Chelsea. I was going gonna... to say, you can't really look past Chelsea. I know they spent a lot I guess, yeah. of good players for that money.
0: Yeah, but mate, if I if I let you spend 400 and something million, you're obviously going to fucking win the transfer window.
2: They won the transfer window for me because they have, they have signed a lot of players. And I don't agree with all of their signings. I'm not going to say he's good. They're all going to be revelations. I do think Muldrick will be, and I do think Fernandez will be eventually. Yeah. I think they're two good signings. But I don't, to be honest, I don't know a lot about anyone else they've signed. For Fauna, yeah, a lot of the other ones, yeah, I'm Sitter. not too sure about.
0: Todd well, Bowley not, kills me.
2: Man.
0: Todd Bowley kills me, bro. This guy's, gotten, this guy's just come into the Premier League and just caused havoc. havoc Crazy. Man.
2: It's so unfair, isn't it? When you think, of, when you look at the likes of, let's say Everton, for example. Like,
0: oh, you guys have spent
2: what? No, we haven't. <laughs> the last transfer window, we spent one million on the one and a half million on Demari Gray. and got Andros Townsend on a free. Then this transfer window, absolutely no one. Oh no, no. No, that was the one before. Oh, true. But then, oh, maybe not, actually, I don't know. No, sorry, not the last transfer we did spend, the one before that, we, have, we didn't spend anything. But yeah. we had Richarlas in what money, so, we, you know, but even so, when you got Chelsea with that, like, financial power, how did Evan go to Stanford Bridge and get a result? It's so oh. unfair, isn't it?
1: Yeah,
0: it's a bit shit. And I, smaller he's, teams. he's obviously found a loophole in signing long-term contracts to avoid future. Yeah, I wonder if they, but...
1: if they change any of that going forward.
0: They will. They're gonna call it the Todd Bowley rule, man.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: they will. They'll have to. But yeah, I think it's up to those two. Depending on if they can hit the ground running. Mudric is kinda of done. Meh. Can't forget that they got Joe Felix on a loan and paying eleven million. Yeah, know, true. We've got about that. Wages.
2: A, it's a good sign of that though. He's you know, he looks tidy, doesn't he?
0: And besides the fact they got fucking sent off and missing those three games.
2: Yeah. That that was that was pretty pretty bad. <laughs> In, in, that terrible. Game, was great. in that game,
0: he was great. Um, yeah, yeah, until he got sent off. But you're only as good as your last fucking action, I guess. <laughs> the um <laughs> the Syria, and you were texting me earlier about this, Joel. The Syria is getting it like it's amazing to see this team at the top of the table. And in Germany, it's amazing to see this team flirting with Bayern at the top. And I think like with the whole theme of Everything going on, Arsenal being at the top. Seems like a little bit of like a Cinderella season in uh, yeah. some of the major leagues.
2: Definitely. Especially in Germany. Union Berlin, what a club.
0: What mm-hmm. a story they are. Um
2: what a story. Fighting it out with Bayern at the top. It's just what you want to see. You know I mean, yeah. Listen, I'm not a big I'm not a big fan of, of German football, but when I look at that league and, and I see them at the top, it just it really makes me happy that it's not just Bayern. Win, 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 win. It's a bit yeah. more competitive
0: now. But you know what I really love about the Bundesliga right now is that one to four is separated by four points. And you can even yeah. throw in the top six is separated by six points.
2: Read, yeah, read it down to me, Mike. What is it?
0: So it's Bayern with 40, Union Berlin on 39, Dortmund on 37, Leipzig on 36, Frankfurt on 35, and Freiburg with 34.
2: So I take it, um, Bayern won today.
0: Yeah, they won four two.
2: Okay, because Union were top. They won two one yesterday.
0: Yeah. So it's it's really going to go down to like we said, if Bayern start clicking, and maybe they run away with it. But if they if they don't, and Union Berlin starts causing chaos, and even if Dortmund or Leipzig these guys beat each other, it's going to be good to go down to hopefully the final day.
2: And the thing is, Union Berlin. have got, you know, correct me if I'm wrong here, but no global superstars in that team.
0: They just signed no. a, they just signed Croatian right back from Celtic, Josip Juranovic. Well, he's good. actually like it, but he's not <laughs> yeah. a superstar. No, no, I know. He's not. Like to, to, go <laughs> to
2: go with with someone of with with Bayern's power and pedigree is just is yeah, crazy.
0: yeah, it's amazing. And then the arguably, but I think we would probably all agree, the best duo in the top five leagues at the minute, are playing for Napoli. And that club in the south of Italy are flying. Yeah. 16 points clear. And wow! as we record, Inter will be playing Milan. So Inter has a game in hand. So even if Inter win, they're 13 points clear after 21 games in the Serie a.
2: Well, it's safe to say that's that's virtually in the bag for them, isn't it? And we come on this oh, yeah. podcast and we talked about Italian football last year. And I know you guys were rooting for Milan, but I was the one who said, I want Napoli to do it. But they faded away last season. They did. You know, I'm looking at it today. I'm watching Sky Sports News. I'm seeing 3-0, two goals in three minutes. Text the Mike saying Napoli are on a mad one. <laughs>
1: yeah. Victor, we'll see him at Old Trafford next season.
2: Oh, oh, oh. Keith, you need to sign him. We need he's, him. He's a perfect fit for you. Perfect. And I think he'd come oh, as well, depending on so. where he finish. Yeah. Well, what's he gonna cost though? I wonder.
0: He's got to be. He's got to be eighty to hundred.
2: Eighty, I think, Mike. Yeah, I think that's yeah. pretty. He's a goal machine. He's if, yeah
0: If you think about um, good comparison, could be like the um, Isak from Sociedad, who went to Newcastle. He he was what seventy two mil.
2: I think he's better than Isak.
0: Yeah. Exactly. So I'm saying, if he was seventy million. And then, if you think about like the price tag of Darwin Nunez, if you think about the price tag of that like, Gakpo kind of just went for, you look at like the strikers, and depending on the amount of years in his contract,
1: yeah, I think 70, 80 probably in that range. But
0: he's yeah. got seventeen goal contributions already this year. I cannot pronounce the guy's name to save my life, but the Georgian baller, Hushman? no, Kvartskeli, oh, the guy, yeah, oh, yeah,
1: yeah, he's baller too. He's the one with the short socks.
0: Bro, six. He's awesome. has got 17 goal contributions. He's got 16. They're just lighting it up.
2: Keith, you know, you say about um, signing Victor Osterman in the the summer. I've Mm -hmm. spoken to a few United fans who said the same thing. Is there any direct links in the media or is it just someone you want?
1: Someone well, I keep seeing it on that it's a player they like that United. Oh, yeah.
2: So there is is genuine. Yeah. I
1: think there is interest. I keep reading on Twitter and stuff, seeing stuff. Yeah. Damn, and you're hearing Harry Kane too, but I feel like Harry Kane would be only a short-term fix right now. I'd rather get a younger striker.
2: If you had to pick have. between him and Kane right now, who would you pick? Oh fuck.
1: Well, right now, right now, I believe like if we got Harry Kane, we'd be we'd have a great chance of winning the league next season.
2: Harry Kane, another midfielder, great chance.
1: I think. Harry is... Kane,
2: Harry Kane is going to leave Spurs, I believe. I think there's going to be Byron. Bayern have been
1: flirting with him for a while.
2: Uh, yeah, yeah. But I don't see him
1: going there.
2: But they've lost Lewandowski. He's, it seems to me like a really sensible kind of choice for them.
1: Yeah. But
2: I think Kane wants to win the Premier League. Yeah.
0: He wants to win a he fucking trophy, mate. He doesn't want to <laughs> win the Premier League. You want, he'll take the Carabao Cup. If you handed him the Carabao Cup right <laughs> now, he would snatch it off you.
2: Oh, we've got to give him a little shout out today. He just broke the all-time top Spurs record. He broke
0: the Spurs record. We're not talking about that.
2: Two hundred and
0: sixty-three goals. Two hundred and sixty seven? Or two, bro, but it's for it's a Spurs record. Who cares? What have they done?
2: How many is he off Shearer in the Premier League now? Like
0: don't
1: sixty.
0: Know. I saw what? they put sixty. Yeah, oh, so what do you break that or goes
1: close to that?
0: Then we'll talk about on the spot. It's a Spurs record. He hasn't won anything, gives a fuck.
2: <laughs> well, you just don't like Kane, mate, but I think I think Keith, if if United go after Kane, that could be be a game changer for them, and it, I, yeah. think go, if, I think you. I think go.
0: If Kane goes to United, I'm going to call it now. It's going to be exactly like when Brent Percy went to United, yeah. and they yeah. won the, the exact same yeah. thing. Like, yeah. I was thinking it the same be. thing
2: the other week. Like it Van Percy be. left, yeah, Arsenal to win the Premier League, and just did it. Yeah, yeah. Then yeah. again, though, the platform was there for him to do that. United, on there. yeah, it we might be a little too early, yeah,
1: for us. But yeah, it would definitely be a huge, huge impact. 100%.
0: Massive. But yeah, bro, Napoli, back to Napoli, they're on course for potentially hitting 100 points. And they're flying, one loss, 18 wins, two draws, plus 36 goal difference. They are running with it.
2: Like, this is no surprise. Remember when you watched them in the Champions League demolish Liverpool?
0: Yeah. They, yeah. They yeah.
2: Like, yeah. Yeah, like. Yeah. And I was I was thinking to myself when I seen that, I was going these these are going to be contenders here towards the end of the season. You know, the way the way their midfield with Angisa and the, the guy that we can't pronounce him off the wing, yeah. you know, and Amish up front is it's it's deadly. They're just playing with su- such confidence at the minute. Two goals in three minutes today. Yeah. Unreal, nah, mate. They're
1: next level. I would Champions. like to see them make a I hope they make a deep run in the uh, in Champions League. That'd be good to see. It but would it, actually Italian clubs. It. Yeah. They need to.
0: Who are they playing? And oh, they play uh Frankfurt. In the round of sixteen, okay, You'll
1: so they dead. should be fine.
0: They should get through them.
1: They should You'll
0: be, be fine. Yeah, yeah, could be interesting. I mean, the other Italian team is Milan versus Spurs, which who knows? Oh, that would be
2: interesting. Yeah, who and doesn't? Obviously, news first. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, probably.
0: And then Inter versus Porto.
1: Okay, some tasty ones. Man. Should be some. Liverpool
2: got.
0: Liverpool got Real Madrid.
2: Oh, oh yeah, they're yeah. getting absolutely. Well, they're post. struggling, aren't they? They're not doing very well at all. They lost today. They lost yeah.
0: today, but their lineup was whack.
2: Why? Why does he play the weekend team then?
0: I think they might be playing midweek. Are they? Yeah, because they go to club world. Are cup. they just? They go to the club world cup uh... like today or tomorrow to go play on okay. Wednesday. So I think they played like the lesser squad because bro, they had Asensio, Ceballos starting. They had backup keeper in net. The Nacho Fernandez starting at center half, like oh, it was it was yeah. a weaker squad. So they were just waiting. Um because yeah, they definitely fly out to uh the FIFA Club World Cup. I believe they play Wednesday. So they'll have to get ready for that. Nice. But yeah. Um is there anything else? Gotta talk about um Seattle. Making yeah, we a... just
1: quickly t- touch on that. Yeah, first MLS team, Joel, I don't know if you knew, to be at the Club World Cup, Seattle, Sounders. But they lost I... to who, Pavela?
0: Well, I couldn't even pronounce their name. They're from... Mexican, uh... Was it a
1: Mexican? No, it wasn't a Mexican mm- team. Who did they play
0: from? It was a Egyptian team, I believe.
1: Egyptian team. It's too bad there. But yeah, they've been... Seattle's been the... I'd say... I don't think they've ever missed a playoff since they come in the... Into the league. I don't know when they came in, but it's been a long time. But they've been for sure one of the best teams over the last maybe eight years in that league. So they're probably deserving of that. It's unfortunate TFC was so close to being the first, first team to go.
0: They should have been. And Sh- their heartbreak, man. They
1: should have been PKs, man. Yeah, but that's big. That's a big, uh, that's big for the league. It's big for the league for them to do that. And How's TFC got. They start, yeah, we we're just talking, they start at the end of the month, but they've made some good signings this uh so far this offseason. They got probably the best keeper in the league now who came and they good? signed. Sean Johnson. This American guy, Sean Johnson. Didn't
2: they he have a goalkeeper? With... Or was he was he the Canadian national team keeper?
1: Yeah, yeah, no, that's the Canadian national team keeper. Yeah. Oh, was he? Yeah, sorry. Yeah. yeah, but uh yeah, this is uh, Sean Johnson won two years ago with New York, he's been one of the best in the league for a while. So that's been huge. And that was a position they needed. Bad, they're not a keeper. I was reading a tweet too. They probably had a keeper, good keeper on their team since I was playing. Steph, Stephen Fry. Steph Fry. They probably, oh, they he was a good keeper <laughs> since
0: then. And he was the keeper at the club world. And club. I was keeper for Seattle.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So they and they got room for one more DP, I think. So one more designated player. So we'll see who they bring in. But they're starting to fill out their roster. We'll see how they do this year. But they need to. They need to win. They need to win some trophies while well, they haven't seen yet. And Cole. So, how's he you? that goes. <laughs> He had a good... I mean, they were ripping it up. They just sucked last year. Him and Bernardeski were scoring goals for fun. But now I think they've got more of a team around them. They will be. They should be better this season. They should be They're better.
2: Still Bob season. Bradley, manager. Yeah. yeah. So well, we'll this season... a bit very underwhelmed by that response. <laughs> <The> yeah. It's, <laughs> people, it's like love and hate with him.
1: I don't know what, what people think, but...
0: The season starts at he's... the end of uh, Feb.
1: Yeah, end of the month. Keep me updated. Yeah, I'll we'll yeah, have, we'll have to, get, to see. We'll have to no, you, I, do you want to finish with uh, the question I mentioned? Well, I think yeah, debate would be a good debate. So, Joe, I'd seen on Twitter. Who do you think... I wanted to bring it here. Who do you think is the best player not to win the ball, a Ballon d'Or? Whoa. Know who I thought of right away? There's three. There's three. T- three. T.R.
0: Henry. Yeah.
1: Is one for sure? Who are you, who are the other who are
2: ones you think? Pabella?
0: No, I want to hear Belmar. I want to I want to see this. I know he's maybe getting some news from the
2: <laughs> from
0: the boys in the back.
2: <laughs> yeah, my brother, my brother's been listening to the podcast while we've been recording, and he's just okay. he's just he's helped me with my decision here. And like, um, we think Gareth Bale. What? <laughs> Listen, that's I no. think the Bale
0: Oh, and that's shameful, bro.
2: Well, no, it's it's also my decision as well. I think <laughs> when you think about that year when Madrid won the Champions League, yeah. when they beat Liverpool in the final, scored the overhead kick. Yeah. And, you know, he he was unplayable then, wasn't he? You know, we're just thinking about players with ability here, aren't we? Play play, yeah, well with yeah, yeah. players. Yeah. I didn't win the Ballon d'Or.
1: Nah.
2: You know, Thierry Henry is a good shout, Keith. Yeah. Well, um, to be honest, I, I'd probably need to rack my brain a little bit. To give you some more, a more suitable answer, let's say <laughs> um, well, okay. I think I'll stick with Bale.
0: Bale is a no because I think everybody will go and say Thierry Henry when Nedved beat him out because he definitely shouldn't have. Yeah, he definitely should have won that. And then the other two that are argued quite a bit actually, there's like a because Cannavaro won it, but the other ones are Wesley Snyder when Inter won the treble, is a big one that says that he should have got it. And yeah. um, Frank Ribery, when Bayern went off and won the treble as well. Uh, no, they We're won off six. Of course, so- you
2: need to consider the season that, you know, Yeah, that they have had. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm just thinking about just purely on talent, really. Mm-hmm. So I I will need to have a little think about that. But yeah, Snyder was class, wasn't he? Unreal. That- he turned into a fucking puddin' though, didn't he, straight away? When he was <laughs> <that>. <laughs>
0: bro that's that fucking just stop training just eat whatever you want oh my god
1: yeah
2: but yeah I think
0: I think it's gotta be Thierry Henry yeah so so Thierry
2: Henry went Arsenal won the Invincible season you saying that
0: I think no I think it was 2002-2003
2: what did he do in that year
0: he set the record for assists and I think he had like 20 something goals 20 something assists in a season
2: Fair enough, yeah. I mean, yeah. When you talk about Schneider in comparison to that, Snyder's won a treble, really got a bunch of assists. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, yeah, I honestly look at it like more like you, Joel, just based on the, the player's ability that didn't win.
2: Yeah. That's yeah. why That's why I'd
1: say, like, yeah, and I think because Bell was overshadowed by Ronaldo, but those years when he was at Madrid, he was fucking unbelievable. He was very good. Yeah.
0: Well anything Arsenal related, Balmar's gonna go again, so it's all right.
2: No, I thought, <laughs> you know, I'm just a bit like yeah, you you laughed at the Gareth Bale thing, but I'm sure you know there'll be some people out there going he he was not a bad he, show. He's the best I think he's the best British player of all time. Do you actually? I do, mate, yeah, yeah. Over over, about, S- uh, over Stevie G. Uh in terms of what, what they've won and you know you know what what he's achieved in his career. Gerard, Gerard carried Liverpool for a while. Wait, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. You're, you're <laughs> going to mention Stevie G before Wayne Rooney?
1: That,
0: That's no, I'm saying, saying, I'm saying it because Belmar likes Stevie G. Rates okay. him, really. okay. No,
2: I, I think Steven Gerrard is one of the best midfielders ever. But I think Bale's career, when you look at his achievements, if you look at him in his prime at Madrid, he was winning trophies for fun. And not only that... Contributing to them, to them, to that team to them a lot. Yeah, he's scoring and all those then, finals. Yeah. And then that cha- that cha- yeah, two finals, Keith, didn't he? Yeah, two and Cop- finals, that Copa del Rey, Copa del Rey final as well. Yeah, Copa del Rey, Champions League against Atlético Madrid, and yeah. the goal we can't forget. I think the greatest Champions League goal I've ever seen. Yeah, that overhead kick. Like yeah. that's why I think in that year. I don't know what his other achievements were within that year, but I think in terms of when you're thinking about talent. He he. It would have been great to see a Welshman get a ball d'Or. door.
1: Yeah, be I, cool. I
2: I do think he's he's above Gerard mate, in terms of the best British player because you see you've seen Gerard. He did it in the he did it in the final, Champions League final for Liverpool. He did it in the FA Cup final against West Ham. Clawed the team back into the game and effectively won that himself. You've seen him run midfield, score screamers, be strong in the tackle. Arguably the most complete midfielder ever. People could argue that, and you know, but I still think. If we talk, we're talking about British footballers and achievements. Because we, we can't talk about international football because Gerrard never won nothing with England, Bale never won anything with Wales, yeah. obviously. So you look at club football when he was at Tottenham, he didn't win anything. I don't think he might have won a, a cup, one one cup. But you see you saw him against Inter Milan when he burst onto the scene. A hat-trick at the San Siro. Yeah, that was unbelievable. You remember that goal against Stoke where the balls come right up to his head, to the side like the side of his head and he's volleyed it in top corner
0: yeah he had some bakers
2: 80 million pound move to madrid consistent every single season to oh, yeah. so yeah for me for me bail okay are you a bit more convinced now
0: a little bit but i still think like biggest robbery is still henry but of greatest uk <laughs> player then yeah
1: yeah, for great. Yeah, yeah, I agree.
0: It's definitely him. It's close. me. I say it's between him and Rooney.
2: Yeah, Rooney was unplayable at United. And...
0: Can we can we throw Bex into the conversation?
2: No. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no. <laughs> what about Tom Davies?
2: No, not him, <laughs> <much. laughs>
0: Yeah, but can Gareth Bale drop in on a half pipe on a skateboard?
2: I don't even know what a half pipe is, mate. <laughs> <laughs> so, just before we leave, do you think there's
1: any British player right now, young player, that can touch any of those players we see right now? We've seen?
2: No. What do you reckon? Jude? Jude? Yeah. I would say. Yeah. But, He's you know, there's, the only one way, right now. there's a long way to go for him. And yeah, it seems like it's going to go along that trajectory. You know, he is going to be. Yeah. He is going to be one of the best, and he—he he, he reminds me of Gerard. I've said this yeah. before. The closest midfielder I've seen in recent years to Gerard is De Bruyne. I think he plays mm-hmm. exactly like him. I think he—he he shoots like him. He passes like him. Um, but Bellingham is like is even more similar to Gerard. I think coming through. Yeah. I, I feel like there's not really a Gerard hype in this on this podcast today. <laughs> Are you saying skulls over Gerard, Keith? <laughs> oh yeah, because I'm biased. No, honestly, if I'm picking a player,
1: of course, I'd go I'd go Stevie G, but Skulls was I think they're two different
2: players too. Who was better? I do want to player? compare them. Stevie G, yeah. Yeah. Or oh, the United fans listening won't be happy. <laughs> of course they wouldn't, but Stevie G. That's just me. I just like that type of player more. I watched Skulls Live, a good of some And he was fucking unbelievable. He <laughs> yeah. was Moving the ball to within inches of, of the plays he was passing it to, no one could get near him, everyone was chasing shadows. And until you see him, still, until I was able to watch him live, yeah, realize how good he was. Probably the best player I've seen live. Goals, so good. Damn, damn, best, anyway, per- yeah, that'd be your best
1: best, best performance. performance. Oh,
2: yeah, I've seen it. Well, uh, your- well,
1: what's yours? Best performance <laughs> you've seen live,
0: easy, moderate.
1: What game? Uh well actually he
0: was really good against Argentina when we played him in the World Cup and he scored the banger. Um it's unfortunate because I've seen Messi twice in both games. He was shite. He was dead. Mbappe was crazy good. Um when I saw Mbappe, obviously that was fucking freakish in 2018. Um yeah, fucking. But even I would yeah, I would have to say moderate because like all those games that I watched. I've seen yeah. him like 10 times now every single game that I've seen him play and he was amazing and on my list like so high on my list is to go to the Bernabeu and watch Modric uh, for Real Madrid
1: yeah that'd be before he's done would be amazing yeah
0: that's the main one I need to but I've been lucky enough to see lots of players mostly like memorable ones are at the international level but I mean seeing City's team a couple years ago when they fucking battered Arsenal at the Emirates, like <laughs> the players that they had there, like
1: Bro, mine was <laughs> mine was what I was playing, bro. We were in New York playing Red Bulls and Tier, bro. I have never watched the game. I didn't play, but I've never seen watching a game where this player is just like so many levels above everybody on the pitch. Like he created every goal. I think they, they beat us. Or two he created every goal and then chipped our keeper his last goal from 30 40 yards out bro it was like unbelievable like every oh, every time he touched the ball creating something i've never seen something like that bro we we're just looking at you we were like what the fuck <laughs>
0: we <Were laughs> on, on the bench for that or were you up
2: yeah up? yeah i've seen a prime I've for Torres at goodison park scoring it scoring two goals within six minutes then go around the keeping and scoring again, but it got disallowed, and I was thinking, "Oh my god, he is unbelievable." He just—he was so good, wasn't he, through in his breakthrough at Liverpool? Torres,
0: yeah, unreal. Oh, he was
2: amazing too, yeah. Like, and when he when he went to Chelsea, he just he just didn't. I really thought that was going to be such a goodbye for them, but I I, I remember fearing Torres so much in a Merseyside derby, yeah, more than anyone because I just knew it knew he would just turn up. There's not, been yeah. any, there's not been a striker like him since, I don't think. When you think of his his style of play and the way he could finish and beat players, like there's not been anyone, of, you know, of similar nature to to Brown. No, yeah, either.
0: El Nino yeah. man, El Nino legend.
1: Yeah. El, El Nino. Nino. <laughs> El Nino. <Yes.
0: laughs> Wait, we know someone back home that's got that tattooed just above their pubic hair. Ooh. I don't know if I want to say names and expose people.
1: Yeah, maybe don't mention that, mate. <laughs> me after I forget, tell me after. I forget who that is. I do remember that, but I forget who it is.
0: Yeah, he's got El Nino. He loved Torres back in the day and then just <laughs> bro, loved saying it. He's that's got a such tap. a cr-
1: crazy place to get it, bro. <laughs> bro, some girls
0: give you toppy and just looks straight ahead and just sees El Nino. <laughs> 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 Oh, goodness me, bro. Okay, I think that's that's the cue to sign off on this.
1: Yeah, great up.
0: The Mesut Ozil episode, number 67. Joe, we called it that because when he signed for Fernabache, he went to number 67, and this is the 67th episode.
2: That's brilliant thinking. Great yeah. name.
0: Classic. That's... We've got Ozil. Um, but apparently he's retired. Who knows? But... Episode 67, Just Outside Podcast. Me, Mike Pavella, Keith McCubia in the cut, Joel Belmar jumping on, sharing some toffee happiness over this lovely weekend. Um, thanks for coming on, bro.
2: No worries, okay. boys. Always a pleasure. Can't wait for the next one. Oh, yeah, wait, man. Let's see, maybe
0: <laughs> maybe what?
2: <laughs> no, I said
1: we'll see. Maybe if, if everything continues this, we definitely need to get you back on. Of course. It yeah, nice.
2: It's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting second half of the season it's very competitive isn't it so yeah let's hope we can uh, keep winning keep doing the right thing but uh, always good to be on had a good laugh there lads thanks of
0: course that's it everybody thanks for listening share with your people one love we're out
2: later